Hey everyone, I'm Wa. And I'm Chris, and welcome to DocuSweeties. We're two longtime friends to discuss the riveting and sometimes trashy world of reality TV and docuseries. Yeah, but through our own lens, honey, which can be a little peppery, a little salty, a little spicy, a little, you know. But at the end of the day, hopefully, a little tiny dessert at the end will be mildly sweet. Yay! Ah, yay! We're here. We're wearing something very similar, but very different, I guess, according to Wa. But we are excited to talk about love. Honey, it's, listen, it's the love after lockup world. We are right now in the love during lockup phase of it. We don't know. I mean, we're calling it season four, episode 24. This episode was called Secret Prison Wedding. I'm also wondering what they're going to do because now they're teasing that they're going to have brand new couples for Love After Lockup, the next series, which premieres in December. So that's what's happening. Also, yeah, so we watch Love After Lockup on WeTV. A lot of people watch Love After Lockup on YouTube, but also Love After Lockup streams on a streaming service called All Black. So that is where you, I guess, can watch this. It's interesting that Matt Sharp has like a different you know, universe of shows within a different network, you know, like he is diversifying his portfolio. He doesn't have all his eggs in one basket, that match are, you know, he's not all discovery. Yeah. He's not all the TLC discovery world. He also switches over to the WeTV all black world, which makes me go, are they pandering towards the black folks? Are they saying that only black people watch love during lockup, love after lockup, love life after lockup? And that's not true. I mean, it's just not true, but you know, if they're going to put it on WeTV Black or, or or whatever that Black app is, that's, I guess, fine. So this can also be seen as Love During Lockup, season two, episode two. So it's all very confusing, but we hope that you guys watched it. Thankfully, they do not put on two different Love After Lockup series at the same time, unlike TLC, who loves to give us like an HEA and a single life in the sa- at the same time. And it's just like a lot. So it's I'm grateful for that. You know, the problem with love during lockup is that a lot of these men or people are in prison for a very long time. So they're not going to get to love after lockup. soon. They didn't pick people who only have like a year left or, you know, something manageable. They like, you know, sincera, she's got 11 years in prison. And so I don't know when her and that nerd are going to meet. I can't, I can't wait to talk about it with you. I cannot wait. Listen, I can't wait to talk about it with you. Let's okay. just jump right in it. Let's jump right in and talk about them. Okay. So right. The next couple that we're going to talk about, or first couple we're going to talk about is Mark and Sincera, who, I mean, Sincera sincerely is able to find makeup on a whim at a, at a moment's notice. Honey, it took her two hours to just put on that eyeliner though. She's like, I had a good yeah, because she had to crunch the pencil lead and then make a paste out of it with her own spit and then apply it with some kind of shiv apparatus that she fashioned out of soap. Uh, I'm dead. You can't see me. If you're watching on Patreon, you can see my face. I'm dead. But like, you know, if you're hearing me, just know that dead sounds are coming out of my mouth. Okay, so let me just, let's, let's go back. So we've been waiting to learn about them. We obviously didn't get them last episode. We open on Las Vegas, honey, like hustling a bustling, you know, like, we are in some dude's closet, you know, it's like a full on male's closet. It's kind of the kind of closet that you think that someone who would like enroll at Andrew Tate University would like go to, you know what I'm saying? It's that kind of closet, you know, like. Can you tell me who Andrew Tate is? 
people have been talking about him and I don't know who this person is. So he kind of has become the next version of uh, like someone who is promotes that kind of like hyper masculine, hyper capitalistic, make money, make money. And no, oh, he's like Grant Cordone. Who is that person? Okay. Mm-hmm. I feel like Grant Cordone is like a Scientologist who promotes that like thing where he's like, you could be. Okay, we're going down a road. Yeah, basically, I think that one little thing that happened on the internet was the advent of like people hustling with like schemes and or like PDFs and courses to be said, you know, like it's like it's like there's this whole part of the like Instagram and social media world of like influencers that are entrepreneurs who teach or coach people in such avenues like real estate or making money or how to hustle or had cryptocurrency or you know yeah. or, so he does that kind of like coupled with his you know like bro attitude which is basically just someone who like sort of like throws up all of them remember like the what was that guy from the, like the early aughts mtv show the forgot his name you know what I'm talking about well he, he, like, he he had this like dude show where he like taught dudes how to be like how to neg women and stuff and he looked like i mean a circus act that's how uneventful he was and how he I forgot this person's name, just, but anyway, basically he's like just rehashing that kind of like women want, you know, this kind of guy, you know, like don't be a keyword, you know, like it's just a lot of that. So anyway, that's who Andrew Tate is, whatever, God bless. So we're moving on to this. So it's him and his friend, Jeremy. So Mark and Jeremy are going through Jeremy's closet, trying to like find something to like pick from, you know, wear for Mark because Jeremy, Mark's friend, who's a bigger than him and who's also like been in prison. Now, Jeremy, I don't know what he does. He's just around the Las Vegas scene now. He was in prison for 10 years. Now he has a penthouse. He throws like crazy parties. You know, that's like a lot of drug parties. And Mark is an entrepreneur, software engineer, who also helps and produces music events and makes, for some reason, $600,000 a year. Good for Mark. I really said bravo to that because that is a, a spirit that I wish that I had where I could just like be a nerd by day and like pseudo cool by night, you know? Yeah, he feels that way kind of like a Chaz Harborson, you know, like as a nerd by day but wants so badly to be a cool guy by night, you mm-hmm. know? Anyway, so listen, they're fine shirt. He's like, that would fit you. He like, you know, he sits down with Jeremy. He's like, Jeremy's like his like older brother bro energy who's also been in prison. So he helps him like talk about girls, but also like understands what it's like because he's been in prison. But also has a gold chain, so we believe him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not, he's not lying. So he like, it's like, look, I have been talking to many girls in prison. This is the first one I'm going to video chat with. This is, her name is Sierra. We don't know why that's her name. That's not the name she was born with. And so why can't we just find out her real name? Why wasn't that the name she was born with? You sincerely think that this person was put on the worth and her name was Sincere Dash A? Yeah. Okay. Sincera? Okay. No, I guess I wouldn't. No, in, in a billion years, I wasn't like, that's that person's name. No. Oh. No, I've never heard of another Sincera. How many Sinceras do you know, Wah? I mean, how many Wahamas do you know? Your name makes, your, I mean, there's no, I mean, your name isn't like the other word in English that we just don't know, you know, no, like. But I'm saying like, this is what, this is what people, this is what people do. Like, this is what what people do who are trying to be creative when they're naming their children is that they 
they do it. I think it's actually a cute name. The spelling of it, you know, I mean, could you imagine being in kindergarten having to like be like, and then you're like, dash a and then when you like learn what the dash is for you're like why did they put a dash there what why was that dash necessary <laughs> why not just put the a next to the r you know that's what i feel for her is that she got to the point where she learned that it was an unnecessary choice in every way okay so in every way so basically sincera like it was a little confusing while so you can like help me with this like she got in prison because she didn't set her grandmother's house on fire but tried to i mean girl she didn't even set her grandma's house on fire like what show were you watching she was shooting in her grandfather in her grandmother's house she was just like shooting a gun around the place and i and then it was like deemed as like something it sounded very harsh and she got 11 years so like maybe there was like i don't know my only thought is that she like shot a gun this is what i was thinking in my mind okay she like shot a gun. She like shot a gun into the wall, shot a gun into like the couch, like shot the gun into different orifices, which is not the right word in the right. household. And then maybe there was people in the house. So there was like a situation where she could have, you know, really hurt someone. And then on top of that, she was like on drugs because she mentioned that she was going to leave the drugs behind and that she wants a new lease on life. And the fact that she got 11 years to me indicates that she either did not i mean had the world's worst lawyer like ever because this seems like par for the course for someone of her um you know race in this country it doesn't seem like they would give her 11 years like she she got the prison sentence of a black man i felt like maybe we don't know extraneous circumstances but unless there was like a child involved you know like a bunch of stuff but from what they what he said she did versus what the charges were i'm like there's something else going on that we're missing because there's a lot of t- 11 years is a lot for what he said that she did. Yes. Yes. Now he has a full on spreadsheet that he calls Caged Ladies that he keeps track of all of the people that he talks to and all of their information. Now it's not different from Ty. It's like, oh, not at all. You really have to, if you, ha- you know, in Ty's talk, have a roster. And for mm-hmm. him, he does. Mm-hmm. She's the, listen. Sincere is the first person he's talked to, but you know, it could have been someone else in video chat. So, you know, it's just like if you are going to mastermind talking to a bunch of people, you have to like keep on track. I've thought about doing that before with just like dating apps, have you, but like because it's sometimes difficult, but like I really don't talk to more than like three people at a time. Yeah, um, I can't even talk more than two people at a time, and then I like I'm looking to get down to one. Yeah. It just like it's too much i don't i really don't care about that many people's day you know it's like oh how was your day today yeah. good. and then you go to the other one like how was your day today? like truthfully i don't care about one of their days or like i'm leaning more towards the other person and i don't you know i'm like what are you giving me okay so what did i say with someone else? sorry with that i will often try and come up with like the cutest funnest for like thing to say and then i will copy and paste it to three different people and see who gives me the best reply Oh. oh okay go on wow yeah no i don't i guess i'm just like i don't like to date and i do it because i'm you know i'm supposed to put myself out there and try and shit but like huh. yeah, yeah that's how i feel about it anywho i think that the spreadsheet is very smart because he's talking to a lot of different people 
And I think at this point, he is actually doing it the way you should be doing it, which is you're just, it's a sport almost. You're not truly trying to find the love of your life. This guy finds it easier to talk to women who are in prison. And so he will probably get more like realistic. I mean, if they're being honest, because they could be creating a whole fantasy too. I feel like everyone just has a fantasy and I'm, I'm here for it. And he also says it's cheaper for him to put money on books. Like it's cheaper to put $50 a week on a book than take a woman out on a $200, $300 dinner date. Oh, he grossed me out so bad when he said that. Like, he's just like, I make $600,000. I just like, don't dress great. You know, I'm just like so nerdy and just like, yeah, like, so the answer is I want to date prison women because they don't expect anything and they're just sitting around. And they won't even like, they don't even have to like kick them out. <laughs> I win. It's like, it's such a loser or beta way of thinking about life. I want someone to be like, you know, I have make a bunch of money. I don't know how to like really dress myself or live the best, you know? So it's like, what I'm going to do is find someone who can like, you know, like make my life better, you know, but like, that's not what they do. Anyway, God bless. That's why he'll always be a beta. So it's why he'll like have people like Jeremy in his life, you know, because he's just like such a little mousy mouse. So I will tell you this. The judgment. I mean, that hardcore judgment. She's like, I'm, I judge. Listen, we all judge. But Chris judges like, I, it was just like, wow. Like, oh. Well, we all have opinions. And mm-hmm. I, have a, I have a bunch. But I only have one butt. Um, so I only have one asshole. You know what I'm saying? So that's, there's that thing. Oh, good to know. Because, yeah, no, it's true. He hops on this phone call and she gets that. He's like, wow, I love your eye makeup love your eyeliner you know it's like that's the first thing you're gonna say to someone god bless like you're no that's great he's acknowledging the fact that she put in like energy towards looking good for him for like the five minutes they spoke on the phone and also she did look cute and i like the fact that he complimented her and he was into it i mean the problem is he has away for 11 years but he was into it he's just like so like oh you know like that's hot you're hot (laughs) oh i like the fact that she has high testosterone it's just like he just wants to like why because you're i mean is it your, is your thought that you're just gonna like marry someone so you get a conjugal visit once every four four whatever once every four months like i don't even understand like what the thought process is like you're not gonna be able to f this woman for a long time she's in prison so who cares if she has high testosterone or she makes you feel hot or whatever it's just so like delusional i guess in the same way like i feel like it doesn't feel natural or organic it feels like a, the worst choice like can't possibly end in a long-term situation like much like Kim Bali and Usman where I'm just like really I can judge her I can judge this that phone call lasts two seconds before they have to like jump off and he's like oh have a good day you're hot oh I wonder if she heard me and then she calls back she's like hi let's continue you know and then he's like okay yeah let's continue uh she's my favorite oh shit and like Jeremy's like did you put her on mute he's like no and so he's just like literally having a conversation with her and his like bro you know big bro energy friend you know it's just like i don't know he's just so... jeremy is his matchmaker that's his matchmaker that's the person who helps him navigate through this and like i mean listen th- these people have little options and they are they are you doing it in the best that they can here's here's what it is folks chris and i have two different opinions when it comes to this she is it what feels like very angry we've been talking about them for a long time she just like wants every detail to talk about mark because that's how much she dislikes him uh so <laughs> it is like i didn't even get she i mean she's never been more detailed with a couple than she is in this moment right now with sincera and mark because she's so mad at mark i she's mad that he makes the amount of money that he makes and that he doesn't make better choices and i'm like 
I mean, it, he makes it, weak it, choices. He makes inactive weak choices. Who cares? There, there, there's a place for every beta man in the world. Like, who cares? No one cares, honey. I'll never be that person. But we have a we have a podcast. <laughs> so if you want to move on, it feels like you want to move on. That's fine. Wow, who's your next couple? Let's just quickly talk about Jessica and Michael, because what 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 really happened? Justine, sorry, Justine yeah, and like, Michael. Jessica and Michael. Okay, Justine. Okay, Justine and Michael. Yeah, basically. Yeah, basically, she, you know, obviously has not wanted to told his family that she's getting married, you know, to him tomorrow, and they're all there. So they, like, go to, like, a meal, which looks like a very nice Italian place. Like, her family's there first, and then his family comes or whatever. And then she's like, I just want to give you guys a toast, like a toast. And right there, oh, how beautiful, how timing, oh, my God, producers, that he calls, you know, and he's like, and she's like, great, you called right at the perfect time. So we're going to tell him that, you know, we're getting married, that's going to be on you. And then she just, like, puts him on voice you know what's it called speaker it should be on them he it should be on him he should have told them it wasn't truly her responsibility to tell them it was his responsibility because he calls them just as much as he calls her and so the family finds out and they are a little taken aback and the sister is like well mommy you're going to be there and but mommy's upset so mommy gets up and walks away and then other mommy gets up and goes sits down with, with original mommy and they talk about it but these two mothers have a difference of opinion of why these two shouldn't get married one doesn't want her daughter to waste her time with this jailbird and the other one is like it's just too soon like you know he's got a lot of things he has to do once he gets out of prison and you know it wouldn't be a good idea for them to rush into this too quickly right but the second mommy like justine's mommy can't say like i don't want my daughter to marry your loser son she already has problems enough and she doesn't need your like baggage ass son to be on be on that list right they don't say that and then Back at the seat, the sister-in-law is like, I really wish you would have told us. And Justine's like, yeah, you know, I wanted to tell you guys, but just didn't know when it was right. If I were Justine, I would have been like, Michael told me not to tell you. I wanted to tell you so bad and I feel bad. I forced him to do it this time at this dinner because we were coming and I hated keeping the secret from you. And then the sister was like, okay, do you know, just relationships are built on trust. You know, I'm very protective of my dumbass brother. I protected him so much that now he's in prison. So good job for me, right? And then that's the end of it. Yeah, we never, <laughs> we never get to see the Italian food, which I would have loved to have seen. And just, you know, I, yeah, uh, that's it. All right. So, Michael is so hot. And that's why Justine wants to be with him. Hearing the, okay. Yeah. Let's move on to Louis and this fuck idiot, Melissa. Uh, no, I can't. She's the I worst. mean, I, I, you guys, I don't understand a woman who has her shit together, who gets with an addict, who has never had any therapy who has is still in prison and can offer you literally nothing. And then you want to bring the, the whole, ooh, what producer set her up to where she agreed? Like, yeah, let's bring it back to high school. Let's take it back to when we were in high school so that I, you know, let's go get some coffee. And then I'm going to talk to my sisters to see if they're okay with this. But mainly, I just want to fuck him on Junior's Row, where we would have fucked 75 years ago if we had known each other. Yeah. The, I think the best part of their whole segment is the phone call with his mom. So basically, he goes, she, so after high school, honey, whatever, and God, that's that Junior Street where she wants to, like, make out or fuck. She goes to his, like, old home that he grew up in, okay? So she's like, oh, my God. He calls. Oh, it, the perfect timing. Guess what? Guess where I am? 83 street. He's like, oh, shit. You know, like, wow. You know, he's like, you should call my mom and tell her. And she's like, okay. So then 
does. Honey, it's kind of scary to call his mother. Oh, but I'm going to call her. Oh, it makes sense for me to just call her out the blue and tell her who I am. You know, he did tell me that she's a scary lady. When she said scary lady, I really thought of Patrick, of Patrick and Tyee's mom. I will never think of that woman on purpose ever again. I think that the way she, he said it was like Patrick's mom, but Patrick and Tyee's invented his fiance. But anyway, basically... She gets on the phone and this woman is like, she's like, hello? She's like, I'm Lewis's girlfriend, Melissa. And the woman's like, who? Melissa, I'm Louis's girlfriend. Who? Like, it's just like, she's not been told about this person at all. She is, or she is not given up or she wants to put this person in this place. She's like, yeah, so I'm that person and I'm in front of your old house. She's like, okay. She's like, and I want to come up and visit you because you know i'm getting close to your son and this woman's like we will see yeah louis thought that you and i should get to know each other because we want to be in each other's lives so yeah i'm gonna come to georgia well when are you coming to georgia as soon as possible okay well we'll see did my son warn you about me i'm an old italian lady there's just marinara always cooking on my back stove all of there's spaghetti all over my walls all the times in which i threw it against it to see if it was al dente i'm an old italian there's frank sinatra and dean martin playing all the time i'm an old italian lady there's i drink only tea on tea like you know like what you know god bless i just i can't wait first and melissa was like oh my god what a coincidence i can't wait to be an old italian lady yeah melissa's sisters are look just like you think they would look like they all have chest tattoos they chest all have tattoos one is like a hippie fairy version with dreads yeah. and the other one is just like what you would think she's also I mean, in prison they look like melissa, that's been in prison. melissa drives this loud ass like jeep that has four people like it's just like ridiculous loud ass back out jeep and then she's got like this chain handbag it's got a lot of like hardware on it and it, it just like is heavy you know the bag is just heavy to begin with it's like it, the bag is heavy before you add your items in it yeah no, i think she drives a pickup truck doesn't she like she hopped out of like a pickup truck you know that's She's what it looks like but it's a jeep it's a jeep that has a pickup truck bed in the back but you could fit like four people because it's like a double cab Basically, she goes to like this, like whatever coffee with her sisters, where she's like, "I'm gonna go up and visit him, but don't worry, a he's gonna help me pay for it somehow." They're like, "What?" You know, like he's like he's gonna make it work it out and help me pay for it. Like what? Because she has like two jobs. Like you can't afford to go up there. Also, what are you doing? Like why are you going up there? She's like, "Well, he's not really in prison. He's like in a, like a halfway house situation." They're like, "Well, I, so what are you gonna do there? You know, you're just gonna like go visit him? You know, like in the halfway house? You know, like and one visit his mom and just." She's, you know, not making the greatest choices, but like her whole vibe is like, I, it feels like she wants to pretend that she's 20 years younger than what she is. Oh God, look at those pictures we have. If you're on Patreon, you're saying that she's putting up, whopping up a picture of Sherry, who's her sister. You know who this looks like in that picture? Melissa looks like the millionaire matchmaker. Looks very Patty Stanger to me. You know, oh. like Patty with an original nose and the same chin. And that face lives and no Botox. Yeah, and, this, and the other sister is like, yeah, vegan, you know, like the other like, person. They're, first of all, they're in Halo Coffee, okay? In yeah. Highland, Atlantic, whatever. The name of their city is so ridiculous. The whole time I'm going to be talking like them. This is going to be what it is whenever I'm talking about them. 
So it's like Atlantic Highlands, New Jersey. It's like they just wanted to give like Atlantic City and like the Highlands of, I don't know, whatever, uh, to, to name of this city. These sisters are all just so different. Like you got the hippie sister with the dreads and she's got like a fairy chest tattoo. And then you've got the other sister who is like, you know, just the, the, the she's trying to be, I guess, what Melissa is. And Melissa 100% is the hot sister. She's the hot sister. I like the vegan sister also, if, you know, but yeah, I can see what you're saying. I think that she definitely thinks she's the hot sister. She wants to pretend that she's the same hot person she was, you know, when she, she felt her best. So I feel like that's the whole thing with Louis. You know, God bless. I have nothing else to say about them, my love. Alrighty, let's move on. The next couple that we are going to talk about is new couple alert. Yay! We've got Justica, Jessica and Justin. Jessica is a nurse. She's been a nurse for over 13 years. And Justin is this like, I don't know, kid that's he's 16 years younger than her. He, yeah. His crime was possession and evading arrest. She met him while she was on duty as a nurse for the prison system. And she was like walking or whatever. And then they, they locked eyes and she knew that he was the one for her. Yeah, he just like describes like seeing her and being like, she's really hot. And then being like, wait, is she? Like, is she it also again? Like, you know, it must be so weird if you are like in prison and you're like, I'm not allowed to flirt or whatever. And then you like in the weird moments of having any sort of interaction with, you know, like where you're like, is my mind playing tricks on me that like I looked up and this person was like, you know, so it just it's so interesting. I don't know. I think about that moment. She describes herself as a frat boy with tits. We see her taking a shot like on the beach with her friend, you know, like who her friend is also understands that prison life. So, you know, as a, as a corrections officer, you know, she, yeah. So she also in like to do a, a nighttime trade as well, did this a lot with our people on. So she does tattoos at night, you know, like tattoos. She does tattoo on the weekends. When you said nighttime trade, I was like, are you trying to say that she's like a prostitute? Oh. No, she does tattoos on the weekend to make a little extra dough. She's a single mother of one, I believe. She's been married before and it was for 15 years, but then that ended and then she got married again. And that was only for nine months because he slept with a mutual friend. And my thought was, is that you guys were probably swinging or something. Like he just randomly slept with your friend after you guys were married for nine months or were you guys sleeping together prior to and something happened? Like what what really was the story that go, got, went on there? But apparently that just like messed her up. She went insane in the membrane. And then she just latched on to Justin and felt like it was kismet. It was meant to be. As soon as she like locked eyes with him, she knew he was the one. She quit her job as being a nurse in the DOC, which is the Department of Correction, Department of Corrections. And she left to go be a nurse somewhere else. And when she tried to like come back to visit Justin, they wouldn't let her do so. So now she, at his bidding, is, has decided that she's going to go to buy a ring. So she goes with another friend to buy a ring. And this friend is just like trying to be supportive, but at the same time is like, girl, you could be doing so much better. You're better than this. Uh, but she's trying to be supportive. And it's kind of nice to see someone that's being supportive because even though their friends and their families are delusional for wanting to marry these men in prison, I think it's, it's fun when the friend plays along and tries to support you in the best way that they can with this and so we have her she's got her beautiful nails they go to look for rings and let me tell you this guy this man who is helping them get rings i mean bravo 
he is one of the best supplementary characters I have ever seen. When she found out, when he found out that the man was in prison, he was like, okay, all right, well, we all have a destiny. We all have a place to go. And then anytime he, she says something shocking to him, he goes, well, third time's the charm. Like he has a positive quip to go right back at her with. And I love that. He is so pale white though. It's a more time modeling. Yeah, he was better than the, uh, on this episode, we also get Ty, which we'll talk about Ty's bridal consultant, you know, like, because I had some interesting things to say about her too. Basically after this, Jessica goes to like an oyster shack with her daughter, Bailey, you know, and like tells her about the dude. Wait a minute. Let's look at these rings. So she had so many rings that she was trying on each finger. The salesperson was help her trying on a black diamond. And I did not know there was a black diamond that just like, that just filled my heart with like love. I was like, there are black diamonds. I want one. Also, this picture. There's a little chismosa in the back who agreed to be on TV, but she is just like in the business. If you guys are watching this on patreon.com slash docusweeties, you see the picture of the other salesperson that's in the back that is just fully in the business. Like she's like, oh my God, Kyle is doing such a good job over there and he's being so entertaining. I wish I could do that. And she's like fully in look, look at her and her like pink print shirt and her like pink pants. And she is just all up in the business, you know, not helping a darn customer, just like in the business. Living her spring fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> so the next uh, scene, whatever her name is, what's her name? Melissa? No. Yeah. No. It is Jessica. Jessica goes and tells her daughter that she's moving to Tennessee to be with this man. And the daughter's like, what? <laughs> okay. Apparently, she's gone estranged with her family because her family's not with her, her being with What's-His-Face, which, you know, it's crazy that she would let go of her mother and her sister for Justin. Yeah. Okay, so basically, yeah. So Jessica goes to the Oyster Shack with Bailey. They have a conversation. She describes Bailey as her little sidekick, her best friend, you know, it's her only child. I think that sometimes, yeah, when you have an only child, they become your like little extension. You think of them as like another appendage that is always around, you know, like if you have a good relationship, they're like your little best friend. I feel that way. Why like, <laughs> why I feel like was a little sidekick to her dad. You know, I'm sure that like they used to say this thing to me where like my dad would walk around and I would walk right behind him, then if he stopped, I like I would just bump into his butt. You know, I feel probably the same thing was with Wah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I everyone. had to have I had to have my hand in the back pocket. So my dad, after a certain age, he never held our hands. He like made us put our hands in his back pockets as he like roamed about. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, if, if oh, okay. it's actually true that I would just be like, put your hand in my back pocket <sighs> and then just like hold it and like <laughs> walk behind him. Wait, that's so funny. I kind of like <laughs> I like, yeah, I miss, I miss being held. I miss being carried. So that's why another thing is like, I miss that so much that I'll carry kids for as long as possible because I know that once, you know, once I stop carrying them, they'll probably never be carried again. Wait you know? a minute. You remember being carried? Yeah. Oh, I love it. I remember going up to someone and being like, up now, and then being like, and just being put up and not having to move, just like putting my long arms around someone's neck and just being carried like a, you know like a queen honey okay so i loved it so much so basically let's go back to jessica so uh, that's all i have to say about them i want to move on next person 
Wait, did you say what the outcome was of Jessica and her daughter? Her daughter was just like, I guess we'll wait and see, I believe. So, but yes. That's, what, that's, that's exactly what, what's your face is. Melissa's, Louis' mom said, well, we'll see. <laughs> you know, like, this is like the, uh, what can you say to someone who's making a horrible choice, who's going, you know, like, who's probably not going to work out with someone you just like, well, okay, whatever you want to do. Well, it's your life. Live your life. Well, it's your choice. Okay, I'll support it. You know, there's only like a handful of things you can tell someone who is about to ruin their life. You're right. So you help them. So you know what? The, the next couple that we should talk about is Mikey and Chelsea. But for whatever reason, I don't have a picture of them. So just real quick, Mikey and Chelsea. You remember Chelsea? She is our deaf uh, person, and Mikey is this buff person. And this episode, she's super, super late for work because she found out that Mikey might have had a stroke. And her coworker, who's also deaf, doesn't believe any of it. And I'm not sure what she doesn't believe. I don't, I don't know if it's that she doesn't believe that Mikey had a stroke or she doesn't believe that that's Chelsea's reason for being late. Yeah. So it's just really unclear. But she, Chelsea's just like, yeah, what, she's not supporting me. That's BS. Like, of course he had a stroke. Uh, but then I'm like, what do you mean he might have? Are you just like waiting? Like, how does that make you late for work? Like, I just don't understand that. Like, you find out somebody might be whatever. And so then you're like, maybe you spend five minutes waiting to get updates. You call or, you you know, you do whatever you have to do to try to figure it out. But once you realize that, like, you're not going to get that information, then you just get in your car and drive to work. Like, if is, if you are at a job where you could have your phone out, which she can, she works at a hotel. So she can have her phone out. So then you just go to work and then you find information at that. What, are you, what is she doing? Sitting on the couch, laying in bed, waiting for the information to come in? Yeah, it's like devastating. It's like emotionally devastating. She's letting it wash over her. She's like, oh my God, is he okay? You're like worried. You're like, oh. you're like frazzled, you know, like suddenly, you know, I get it. But I, I have anxiety. I'm always running late. Oh. So, oh yeah, I for, for sure get it. I'm like, where do you work? Like, it's just like a hotel. Like, it's like, it feels like a mid-level hotel. There's like modern art on the walls. Is this a Hyatt? No, it's like a, yeah, it's like a Holiday Inn Express or like a true or like something that looks like fun and modern on the inside, but then you, I mean, on the outside, but then you get it to it and you realize it's like shitty service and like shitty pillows and like dirty carpets and like shallow tubs that are mildly dirty. It's like one of those places. Oh God, I hate all those things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Her friend is like really pissed and just like, you know, like signing angrily, you know, her friend looks like very english you know looking like blonde or very Irish. pale yeah. yeah very pale like you know like strawberry blonde hair like put in a tie in the back you know like i'm happy they work together though like they're just like a little team going from room to room but she's just pissed she had to do the first room by herself i get it because it's it's like so much easier to clean with someone i love doing it and or it's easier to make a bed with someone it's much faster yeah so, especially if they have a lot of rooms to do and then her having to do that room by herself like to completely put her behind like i can 100 percent get it yeah yeah she's yeah and i get it like she's just like let me see the text did that really happen i don't believe it she's like signing angrily there's like having this like angry sign thank god bless it's actually like really interesting to watch sign happening because every word that she's signing she also says it. she she or she mouths it so you really get to like it's i mean it's like a little master class in the american yeah. Sign language thing there's so, a whole yeah. thing on tiktok where this black girl like started signing something like bitch you don't know me and and it, it was a huge like thread on tiktok where everyone's like oh we are learning sign now and so all the black girls are like bitch you don't know me like <laughs> everyone's just like doing it so it's like she's now in charge of teaching all of black tiktok how to sign it's hilarious was that actually what it was when you just did it when, um... no bitch is like this it's like the b 
and then like she did a, like a thing with it like something I can't it's, yeah it was like oh. and then like you like don't like it was like something and everybody was like oh we signing that was it was hilarious yeah 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 no that's amazing all right let's move on to our very last couple and this is going to be the overproduced the overacted the like I mean they the producers are putting in work on this segment to make it so wild it's like yeah Kai and hottie okay let me just let, okay Kai and hottie <laughs> let me just bring it back to the thruple that caused it all okay megan not markle mike and sarah that was pure unfiltered unproduced shenanigans and they are trying so desperately to recreate that magic and we can see through it. And let me tell you, Ty with them tears, that bitch deserves a, a, a daytime Emmy. I mean, it's, she's giving us all of the emotions, but it's like just still bad acting. Well, I think she was crying because she didn't like the way her arms looked in that dress. She was not crying over him. Are you talking about when she was crying when she had the dress on? Yeah. Yeah, she said she was crying because of her arms. She's like, I mean, well, anyway, no. So anyway, so yeah, so her and her friend go, you know, dress shopping, you know. I love that when she's like, look who I got this ring from. And her friend's like, who? She's like, don't be an asshole. Look. And she's like, no, who gave it to you? I literally could be anyone. She's like, ah, it's Hottie. And she calls her friend a Debbie Downer. She's like in her like nurse uniform, honey. This woman's just like, God bless. <laughs> her name. So they, yeah, they're going dress shopping. You know, at first they try on a black dress, like literally a black dress. You know, she comes out and she starts like bawling. And it's because she doesn't like the way she says her arms are in it. There's like this one brothel consultant who like hates her her life. Right? You know, she's like very much like this isn't what you know. Say yes to the dress. You know, for this woman, this isn't Kleinfeld. So as she's crying, BB's BB is like her other guy, like her other number two guy calls and asks for money to be added to the books, and he's like, "What are you shopping for?" You said some house stuff. I thought she said some hoe stuff, which I thought was hilarious because she's in a wedding dress. Okay. (laughs) This girl is over here. This girl is over here putting on wedding dresses to wear for hottie and in their wedding that she's actually never going to be able to get married. She's like, I'm getting married, but he's not coming out for five years. So I'm going to get in prison married. (laughs) And then she's like, okay, well, I'm going to try on these dresses because I'm really excited. I've never been married before. And we're all like, no shit. And then she goes in, tries the black ones, comes out, cries, then puts on another one and is still teary-eyed from that one and is no longer having fun because she just doesn't feel good about herself. And so then her friend is like, are you really sitting in here crying? So she goes into like the bridal suite or whatever to like dressing room to talk with her. And then while she's there, she thinks she's getting a call from Hottie because she's like, oh, this is Hottie. And then she answers the phone. It's not Hottie. It's some other guy. This other guy is literally calling her and asking her for money. Like, hey, you said you were going to put money on the books. Like, where's the money? And she's like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to add it. And she's like upset. And he's like, are you okay? She's like, yes. And then he's like, okay, well, you know, what are you doing? And she's like shopping. And he's like, are you shopping for what? And she's like, you know, house stuff. And she's fully in a, in a fucking wedding dress and pouting and her, and her friend is sitting next to her and the sales associate. And then the guy's like, okay. And he hangs up with her. It's like, damn, like this woman, you hear she's upset. And the only thing you're crying about or calling her for is to get money on the books. Like, and she's like, I'm going to send it. I'm going to send it. And I'm just like, you're such an idiot. Like none apart, no part of this makes me excited for her. Like, it is just so dumb. I actually took a picture of a, of a bodice that I really enjoyed, but it didn't get sent to my phone or maybe I forgot to. 
upload it, but I'll show it to you guys right now because it was the first thing that made me go, oh, I should take pictures. It is like this dress and it has like leaves on it. And I thought it was so pretty. I've never looked, I've never seen a wedding dress that I've been like, oh my God, this is so pretty. I liked it. Yeah, she, listen, her dream was going to be a mansion with candlelight, nighttime, and him crying, and now it's going to be in a cafeteria. So, you know, things things change, things evolve. And this oh, yeah. was told, like, that, you know, we can, that, you know, obviously it could happen in, in, within a month. And she's like, we can work with that. <laughs> she, like, smiles, like, we can work with that. And then she turns her head, and it drops within a moment. And I just, like, know about life and that retail life. Like, <laughs> yeah, I just like, oh, so much. Yeah stupid customers like buy your shit and get out like leave me alone so the next scene that we have with ty is this is a mini scene that you might not have seen if you didn't watch the more to love but her father comes over and basically tells her she should work for the fbi with the bullshit she has on her wall and then she's like you think i could and he's like well yeah and then the the she shows her dad the ring from hottie and her dad was like oh yeah that looks like a great 12 dollar ring and she's like shut up get out <laughs> and the dad is just like okay so then the next scene we have that you probably did see was her going to meet up with her cousin michelle in the studio and before she leaves she kisses uh, each bear that she has oh, um, for a different man that she's interested in one's hottie one's boo boo one's jj like who knows you know yeah no i then love it. after that she gets to the studio and you know those the cousin who i mean shockingly is giving me ashanti you know it's like giving me 2022 ashanti you know with eyelashes that i know she has eyelashes that need to be a little like less you know like i think it needs to be a little less you know like that's my personal thing but i understand why she's doing it and because she's urban this is urban eyelashes these are urban eyelashes chris i I know (laughs) i get it i I understand the look you know i'm just saying that if you could just be a step back i think it could just be a little less cartoony but i that's just my personal preference and li- this woman can live her life and she can say a bunch of things like how i'm doing no makeup right now and how i'm in a weird onesie that also matches the other person i'm doing this live cast podcast yeah, with. Yeah, you know yeah. she could she could be like you need you a lace front with some body and some curls like she, she could this, read huh she could read me <laughs> so anyways we find out that this is her cousin and she's like laying down tracks for the ep apparently and you know we're she's supposed to get some kind of like we get this shot of them where she's like sitting on that thing and hottie is there i'm uh, not hottie ty is there i really want ty's name to be hottie like it feels like their name should be switched doesn't it doesn't it feel like yeah. ty, the man's name should be ty and yeah. the girl's name should be hottie i yeah, mean hottie, hottie. Not, not to be confused hottie who looks like beyonce slash luther vandross from what's his name love love with yeah boy what's his name tiffany the hb the h head bitch in charge yeah tiffany new york tiffany new york yeah yeah, yeah. what's the name of that show boy uh, Slave. yeah not to be confused with that hottie remember when she was like hottie from season one was like i look like beyonce and tiffany was like bitch beyonce Beyonce? Beyonce? Bitch, you look like Luther Vandross, which is just like, I mean, I mean, Tiffany Pollard really, really just like started the whole reality star shit with like the memes and the like quotables. Bitch, you look like Luther Vandross, she said. (laughs) 
He was bananas. Okay, anyways, her mom, Sister Patterson, was bananas. What great TV? What's the difference? What quality? What quality trash we had back in the day? Could you imagine if we had started a podcast just to talk about Flavor Flav? No, oh, 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 Tiffany. No, I would. Well, I would want to do early aughts VH1 because then I could do House Rock of Love and all that stuff together. You know, like I mean, like, yeah, like who would who would watch that? Who would watch it with us? Patreon, I, would you watch it with us? Because it could be considered. It can be a docuseries. It is. Who, I mean, if only I had the time. We don't, have, we don't have the time, Chris. Listen, Patreon can make it worth our while. Okay, so basically her friend is like, okay, here's the thing. I did talk to Hottie and he mentioned, yeah, totally mentioned how, you know, like he's engaged. And so that makes sense uh, when you say that. Except that he didn't say your name, like not once. He did say someone else's name about the whole engagement thing. And that person's name was Boston. And I mean, not to be confused with like Massachusetts or whatever other cities there are in Boston. What are the cities in Boston? Who knows? But like Boston. And Ty is like, oh, no, no, it's me. He's marrying me. <laughs> it's like, girl, you this this is where the bad acting comes in. It's like, girl, what are you trying to say right now? Like, you don't even sound truly shocked. Concord, Massachusetts is where okay. Louisa May Alcott lived and where all the well, women grew up. Anyway, okay, so yeah, also Salem, Massachusetts. Which oh, yeah, just, I, yeah, you're right, Chris. Listen, you're right. You're right. Oh, no, I'm just, I won't well, because I was there last year. Okay, so yeah, uh, she's really upset. She's like, what is he trying to do? It's like his mom birthed him out to make me a fool. It's like she pushed once, pushed twice, and he came out. He was like, wow, where's Ty? I got her fuck up her life, you know, like, which I thought was LOL. That made me happy. I mean, it was really, really shitty of the cousin. I don't understand why. The cousin, of her, the cousin who had gone over to propose on Hottie, Hottie's behalf to her was also really shitty to be like, I also have another ring, you know, like, wh- who taught you how to do this? And why did you say yes to this? What are you, little, like, tooth fairy but you're like a little ring fairy running around delivering rings and her pillows of all the people that hottie like wants money to put their books i can't honey i can't it's crazy it is crazy it is just what i'm saying it's like overproduced and it's bad it's just like i i'm like oh my god you guys are bad at this like this is i don't i don't believe one second of this so it's like okay just want to know this this is the last thing i want to say that so ty's thing is like I want male attention and companionship. And so I'm going to pay for men by putting men on, putting money on people's books, different men to roster so that they will co- contact me and I'll feel good about myself or I'll get some love and attention. Also, maybe one of them and I will fall in love with each other. So I'm like planting the seeds. So when one of them comes out of prison, we'll get married. Exactly. That, but I'm paying for that. It's like but other people pay for dating websites. So this is just whatever it is. I guess, girl, I don't know. That's all I have to say about them. Yep. And that's all we have for today, you guys. So thank you so much for watching us. You, if you would like to see the video version of what you just heard, you could join us on Patreon for $10 a month on patreon.com slash docusweeties. Or you can find us on social media at docusweeties at Instagram, docusweeties1 on TikTok, docusweeties1 on Twitter. Isn't that lovely? We have so much for you free. Also, if you want to give us $10, we have even more for you. So we're trying to do the most for you. We appreciate you so much. So yes, we have HEA coming your way in two days or a couple of days for us. And other than that, we love you guys. And we want you to have a happy Halloween. All right. Bye. Be safe out there, you guys. Bye. Bye.